Tep and Step, your premium Texas high school football podcast from your friends at Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. I am the Tep Greg Tepper. And I am the Step, Matt Step. Thank you for being a Dave Campbell's Texas Football ins- Insider, rather. Insider? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and welcome to the Thursday State Championship Preview Edition of Tep and Step. So we're sitting here in the palatial Dave Campbell's mm-hmm. Texas Football Studios. It is uh, December 13th, Monday. We're recording all these. Five o'clock. Um, do you know there's a new girl in our office? Yeah, oh, she is. So, so I leave for a week mm-hmm. because kid, mm-hmm. right? Um, I and I thought she got hired to replace you. And I come back, and there's this, there's this woman named Amanda here. Yeah, weird. It, I don't know. She says she's from the Rio Grande Valley, so Probably I trust yeah. her, but. Is she trustworthy? That's the question. Yeah. That's the question. Uh, I don't know. Um, Amanda Atwell is our new... She's got a fancy title. Partner Services Coordinator, I think, is the title. What in the hell does that mean? I think she works with our partners, and it coordinates the services that we provide. What? Yeah. I don't get it. I, I, I just write. You yeah. know what I mean? We're I just, just do we're, that. We just cavemen. We, I, just, we uh, just do journalism. I just do that. Um, journalism with a capital it, it, Like, I walked in today. It was the first time I was here for on a work... I came in Saturday to do the state championship preview stuff, but it was the first time I was here on a work day, and I'm like, she's... And she sits right at the front of the hey, office. The first person you see. First person you, you see, in. and I'm like, ah! Yeah. Hello! Anyway. Weird. Uh, yeah, we have new people here. Uh, this is your Thursday state championship preview edition of Tep and Step. We do thank you for being a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider. By the way, her and Pickle are in that conference room right now collaborating your demise. Don't like, oh, and Hartley's in there, too. And Hartley's in there, too. It's, this is it's bad. not good. This is, I knew this was a mistake. Yeah. I knew okay. this was a mistake. Sorry. This is your Thursday preview. Um, we have just finished up Wednesday. It is now Thursday. Hello. Look, a new day is dawning. Mm-hmm. You should be uh, on your way to the stadium right now. And it is the first full day of 11-man action at the state championships. Um, and we will kick it off at 11 a.m. on Thursday. As two teams separated by nearly 600 miles... Actually, well, 633 miles. 633. I did the math. They will collide at AT&T Stadium. Thank you, Google Maps. It is. From far, far North Texas. Maybe arguably farthest to North Texas. Yeah, I think Stratford's closest Walmart is in Kansas. Yes. I had to go to Lake in Kansas for Walmart. Uh, or li- liberal Kansas. The liberal? Liberal? I don't know. It's spelled liberal. Don't get, I'm not, we're not getting political. No. It's, it's spelled that that's way. That's how it's spelled. It's the Stratford Elks taking on from South Texas mm-hmm. the Beavers of Fall City. Carnes County. And let's talk for a minute. Hey, uh, hey, where's Mart? Mart's, Mart's playing basketball now. A little earlier than usual. This, this to me, I, I don't think. You think Mart's basketball coach had any games lined up this week? <laughs> I think the 19, so there were 20 state semifinals last week, right? 20 state semifinals. Yeah, 20, 11 men, yeah. I think the only one I would categorize as a shocker was Fall City being marked. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say Fall City's not a great team. We're going to talk about them in a moment. Yeah. But it's just they have so thoroughly been dominated by Mart that it was hard to see them winning. And what's so amazing about that game, because I watched most of it on uh, Texan Live. No, NFHS Network. Mm-hmm. I watched most of it. Mark Karoff just threw out the same game plan. It's like, it's going to work this time. Yeah, like guys, it's, it's going to work. It's going to work. And 
and they came out in like the first half. I'm going, oh god, coach, what are you doing? Like you have to change things up. And he's like, nope, just wait. And he was right. Mm-hmm. And they they did the long sustained drive thing, score late, hold on late, and win. They did it. Yeah, Mark Mark Kerhoff uh, knows more football than you apparently. That is not <laughs> up for debate at this point. <laughs> uh, by the way, awesome mascot matchup. Yes, the, Beavers versus Elks. This is this is the mascot matchup of the week for yeah. sure. Are you going to be? Uh, if they, I, sometimes the two A schools don't have uh, you know mascots in costume. Oh, if there's uh, a beaver, uh, there is a beaver. I've I have I, me. I don't think there's an elk though. I have a photo. Of the Fall City, myself, the Fall City Beaver, and this is true, Sergio Garcia's wife. <laughs> cool, yeah. Uh, Angela Aikens, mm-hmm. uh, Angela Heyman, now Angela Garcia. Uh, she is, uh, yeah, she's, uh, I have a photo of when she was doing sidelines for Fox, then Fox. Cool. Um, I guess the last time they were in the title game. Yeah, well, you'll have to re- recreate the photo I, without I w- her. I will. Anyway. I don't think she'll be there this time. I don't think she will. I think she's got. Um, Much better things. To I do. think she's got green jackets to, yeah. to admire. Anyway. Stratford and Fall City is a game that I don't know if we could have necessarily predicted. I would say arguably on both sides. Yeah, if you had this matchup in your bracket, you're either you're probably a fan of one of these two teams because yeah, I don't think anyone expected you know especially Fall City to get here and Stratford. You know they were now I will say I did I was one of the few who picked Stratford to win last week over Albany. Uh, so clearly I'm a football genius, mm-hmm. uh, but I definitely did not pick Fall City over Mart, but. I think you're right. I think Fall City had the perfect game plan, and it executed it. They executed it to a T, and they were able to upset Mart. For Stratford, what really impressed me was their, their domination of a really good Albany team in the second half. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a 17-14 game at the half. And Cody Rennie and the Stratford defense just said, we're taking this thing over. And they took the game over in the second half and just took Albany's will from them. I mean, you just, just seeing the tweets coming from the different media outlets at that game, you could just feel through the tweets – Stratford had Albany in a vice grip, mm-hmm. and it was. I was like, "Well, Stratford's coming to Arlington." You know, you could just feel it from the tweets that, that Stratford was dominating. It's a credit to Coach Matt Lovern and that Stratford uh, football team. Great ball club. I, I've seen them. I saw mm-hmm. them in round one of the playoffs. Obviously, they were playing an overmatched team in the first round. It was a blowout, but they were every. They, they looked like a title contender that night. Yeah. This is a this is a Stratford team. You mentioned the key the key name. The key name is Cody Rennie. Cody Rennie. And you you see this at the two A Division two level. I'm not putting him on the same level as like a Rashad Paul or something like that. But I would tell you that the usage rate for Cody Rennie is one of the highest in the state. Mm-hmm. They are extremely reliant on what he does, not just throwing the ball, but he is their chief running game running yes. threat too. Quarterback power is a big player yes. in the Stratford offense. Yes, they've got and so they've got to get him uh, out you know, on the quarterback power. This is a Fall City defense that has been very good but i don't know if they have faced a running quarterback like they're going to see from rennie yeah i think that's that's fair to say and with with the offensive line like he runs behind yes stratford's offensive line is great yes it's excellent speaking of great offensive lines let's talk about fall city fall city uh runs the uh runs the the flex bone Mm -hmm. they're gonna line it up and they're gonna have uh luke schaefer take the snaps and they're gonna hand it off to a variety of different guys cole thomas is probably their their chief guy but schaefer will take off with it as well and i said this in my picks video and i'll say it again four yards is a great play for fall city yeah absolutely if they get if they if it's first and ten and then it's second and six they are in business and mark garoff is sitting there going like yep Awesome. Yeah, right according this is to plan. Exactly what we want exactly to do. Exactly what we want yeah. to do. Uh, they are not in the business of breaking big plays. Uh, and so a lot of this comes down to 
first and 10. As can Stratford get Fall City behind the chains? Mm-hmm. Their defense has been very good as well, uh, led by guys like Bryce Braden and Zane Burr. Uh, this game will go fast. These yes. two teams are going to run the clock out mm-hmm. real quick. This is going to be... I don't know. I can't tell. I'm pretty sure we'll start the next game on time. I think we will. Yes. Yeah. Three <laughs> in Division One. Brock, you don't. Brock and, and Lorena, you, you don't need to worry about. You don't need to worry about starting at three. Uh, this game will be quick, and I think it will be very physical. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this game, I think, comes down to can can Fall City make Stratford go to whatever their plan B is? Because mm-hmm. if Rennie takes over this game, then. Then it's over. They're gonna. Then he'll be the best player on the field. I will say, Plan B for Stratford's a lot better than it used to be because Stratford's able to throw the ball a little mm-hmm. bit. And part of that is Matt Lovern started putting his guys in seven on sevens. Mm-hmm. We saw him in College Station, and I think we, you, you talked to him mm-hmm. before they played, and he mentioned, you know, hey, we want to make a deep playoff run. We've got to be able to throw the football, and this is going to help us throw the football. And voila, when they've needed to throw the ball, they don't throw it much, but when they need to throw it, they're very yes. efficient. So they, I do think they have the ability if Falls City puts them. I think. I think Stratford has a lot more wiggle room with Plan B than Fall, Fall City's Plan. Fall City doesn't have Plan B. Yeah, Fall, Fall City is this Plan A is Plan A, Plan A, Plan A. I think Stratford's got a little more wiggle room when it comes to that. Kind now of this thing. is now this is one of those games we're on opposite end. We're on opposite ends of. I'm I'm rolling with Fall City. Uh, I think that that flex bone offense is going to be able to get uh, enough, and that, that defense is going to step up in a way that they're they should be able to slow down uh, Rennie and and, and company. Mm-hmm. You're like Stratford. I do. One. I like the Elks. Um, I think that I think that speaks to. In fact, we're split as an entire staff. Ish and I are on the fall sea side. You and Pickle are on on. Let's on go, Stratford. Pickle. Um, I think it'll be. I think it's going to be a fun game. Um, I think this game is tight. I think it's. I think it's actually pretty low scoring. Um, yeah, because I a lot just of don't... Sim- even though the offenses are different, there's a lot of similarities between these two teams. They, they play a similar style of football, physical, run oriented. They both wear blue. They both want to pl- win about twenty one fourteen. They both want to win about twenty four one fourteen. It's going to be a fun matchup. I think it's a, a really underrated matchup. I think if Mart were here, Mart would be like we, there. The notion would be like Mart's a pretty big favorite mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But be, there's this intrigue now because you do have some fresh blood there in 2A Division 2. So yeah. it'll be fun uh, there to kick off Thursday. On to 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock Thursday at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. It's the 3A Division 1 state championship game. Uh, 2A Division 2 may be low scoring. <clears throat> I present to you the 3A Division 1 state championship game. It's going to be pointsy. The Brock Eagles at 15-0 and taking on the Lorena Leopards at 13-2. and I want to stop for a moment before we get into the nitty-gritty and admire the coaching disparity here. (laughs) You have on one sideline Billy Mathis. Billy Mathis is the head coach at Brock in Mm -hmm. his first year. I believe this is his fifth year coaching overall. He was at Weatherford as a head coach for three or four years. Three or four years. Did a good job at Weatherford. Young guy. Young guy. um, You know, in in the in the uh, infancy, so to speak, of his of his of his coaching career. But things are off to a great start. Obviously, fifteen and zero and rolling. Right. Mm -hmm. And on the other sideline, you have Ray Biles. And Ray Biles is he's the dean of Central Texas coaches. Quite literally. Yeah. He is now that, and I guess we can say it now. Now that uh, Phil Danaher has retired at Corpus Christi, Cal Allen, he is the second longest active tenured coach at a single school in 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 UIL right now. Wow, who's got him beat? Uh, I can tell you, uh, it is Denny Faith. Oh yeah, okay. Denny Faith has been there for thirty five years. Uh, this is this is Ray Biles' thirtieth year at Lorena. Okay, I mean think about how long. Uh, Larry Hill has been at Smithson Valley. 
Ray Biles has been at Lorena longer. It's crazy. I want you to think about how long, um, I don't know, Tim Buchanan's been at Alito. Ray Biles has been there longer. Um, he is an OG, mm-hmm. and he's into the first state championship game. And let's just cut right to the chase. This is the two best offenses in, in 3A Division One. Statistically, I think they are the two best offenses in 3A Division One. I test-wise, uh, I think this game is yeah. going to be a fireworks factor. And I've seen both of them in person, and yeah. I can attest to the, the uh, efficiency and the talent on both sides of the – on both offenses in this game. I think – both these defensive coordinators are probably going to be having some long nights this week trying to prepare for these two teams because they are both incredibly dynamic. You know, for Brock, I do have some questions. You know, running back Cutter Wilson uh, got got banged up at the start of the Whitesboro game, didn't come back in, played a little bit last week versus Mount and Brock's thrilling win over Mount Vernon, mm-hmm. but was not talking to some folks there that they, they did not think he looked. 100%. So, going to be keeping an eye on that. Um, but, you know, Tyler Moody has picked Short week, up, too. Yeah. And Tyler, yeah. Well, uh, no, no, they, no, they, they played, played on Thursday. Night. Yeah. Um, Tyler Moody, the Brock quarterback, has really done a good job uh, absorbing this new spread. Because Brock went from a very run, run heavy offense under Chad Worrell to a, a spread offense under Billy Mathis. And Tyler Moody has been incredibly efficient with the football. He, he's spreading it around. Elijah Potts is a dangerous playmaker out wide for the Eagles. And the Brock defense, when, when, especially last week when they needed to step up, when they got pushed against Mount Vernon, they stepped up and made the play. So um, this Brock squad is, is outstanding, 15-0 and for a reason. But Lorena, you know, you look at their record and you, you see 13-2, and but their two losses are China Spring and Franklin, who, by the way, are still playing. Yeah, um, we'll get to both of them. Yes, uh, they've won 13 in a row. Um, just a really dynamic offense. Uh, Jaden Porter, the sophomore receiver, is Dude, kind of the headliner. He's... He's worth the price of admission. Um, they've got two running backs and an efficient quarterback. They're they're really good up front. This is a complete Lorena team, and I think Lorena's got a little bit of an edge on special teams as well. Lorena's mm. special teams are really good, um, but I, I think this is going to be an absolute shootout. I think this game is going to be. I mean, these are teams that Brock is averaging fifty points a game, uh, almost fifty one. Lorena's averaging forty eight, mm. and that's with two losses, by the way. Yeah, um, and two of the teams they played. Have pretty good defenses. We'll talk about them again in a moment. Um, so a lot of this comes down to who can make like one or two stops because I think these offenses have been not only good all year but also really good right now. Mm-hmm. Ryan Abel, the quarterback for for um, for Lorena, I think has been excellent. Um, and you're right; they've just got a bevy of weapons. There's not what I like about both of these offenses is there's not one guy to key on in three A. You can you can there are a lot of teams that you say okay if we stop him then they're pretty neutered. This is not the case with either of these teams. No. They can beat you in a lot of different ways. Um, and look, uh, there's there's star power here. The thing that stands out to me, these are teams, these are these are defenses that are largely reliant on splash plays. They need to get like you can drive on these teams. But they come up with the interception. Mm-hmm. They come up with the sack to get you behind the, the, the uh, behind there. And so guys like Reed Watkins and Caden Matthews for Brock, and guys like Baxter Bankston and and Colton Dale for for Lorena, come up with those big splashy plays. That's what's going to take. I don't think there's going to be a ton of three and outs in this game. Um, no, I, <laughs> you know, but three and outs will be rare for right. sure. Three and outs will be very rare. But the question is going to be who can come up with those big defensive splash plays. Um, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be. This is going to be. If you take the over, these two, these two, two, these two games that kick off Thursday, 
you want to talk about playing football on different planets. <laughs> like They are very different. These two teams are going to get out and run. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and I believe Pickle's the only one who took Lorena. I agonized over this pick. I got Brock, but barely. I, got, I think it, I think it's a toss up. This is a toss up game. Yeah. This is this is one of the games that I'm most looking forward to, um, and I think it's going to be great. That's at three o'clock. It's one of the games I'm most looking forward to. Let's go to seven o'clock, Matthew, and let's go to. I'll just say it: the game I'm most looking forward to. God, this, this is be awesome. This is the game. Seven o'clock Thursday night at AT and T Stadium in Arlington. It is the Class Three A Division Two State Championship game. It is unbeaten Gunner. It is unbeaten Franklin. They have been number one and number two all year long. Mm-hmm. They are going to settle it on. The, and you know what? We've heard chirping from both sides. Mm-hmm. Both sides think that they should be number one. Yeah. Both sides. And you know what? Both sides have a good claim. They both do. Yeah. And we will find out Thursday night, and it's going to be great. Yeah. These are. There is no doubt. These are the two best teams, three division two. That is that like the loser of this game is the second best team in three division two. That I'm Absolutely. comfortable saying that, and that is and and that's with all due respect to a team like Wascom mm-hmm. and a team like Lubbock Roosevelt, who are really good football teams. Not like this. These no. are the two best teams. Yes. I don't even know where to start. I will say this: if you like running the ball, do I have the game for you? Yeah, this is you know I, I love the two the 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 two offenses in this game. Obviously, Gunner and their pistols pistol offense. Where they, you know, kind of run, they run the option out of the pistol. Uh, Hut Graham, their Texas Tech committed quarterback, um, is an operator of the offense. Ethan Sloan is a dynamic playmaker for the Tigers, and they they've been in this position before. They they've been in these big games. Um, it was probably weird for them last week seeing not seeing Canadian on the other side of the field. Yeah. But they, they dominated Lubbock Roosevelt. What, I, what what impressed me the most, having seen Lubbock Roosevelt, was Gunner holding them to twelve points. Yeah, I was like, wow, that Gunner defense came to play last week because they hold. You hold Roosevelt to twelve points, you're doing something. Um, they're going to have their hands full this week because Franklin's offense. Franklin, I can't wait for some of the recruiting guys to see some of the playmakers. You know, Bobby and Bryson Washington at uh, Franklin and Malcolm, uh, the quarterback Malcolm Wade, mm-hmm. great player as well. Marcus um, Wade, Marcus Mal- Wade, Marcus sorry. Wade, Malcolm Murphy. Yes. I've, I've I've done that yeah, same thing. Malcolm Murphy, Marcus Wade, and then the, then the Washington yeah. brothers. But Franklin's got playmakers. They got dudes all over the field. Um, they got pushed last week by Wascom, but we exp- they got pushed yeah. by Wascom last year as well. It was f- one point game last year. They actually comfortably quote unquote beat Wascom by fourteen last week. Pull so away late, yeah. 20, 28-14. So uh, Franklin runs the slot T, but they do have the ability to throw, as we saw last year in the state <laughs> the state championship game against Canadian, and then as we saw during the summer in seven on seven, they do have the ability to throw the football uh, when needed. Um, I think if you look at who has the better skill players? I think Franklin's probably got the edge. They got more playmakers than Gunner. Gunner's, I think Gunner's got the the scheme, and they're a little bit better up front. It's a really t- this is a toss it's up a toss up game. I think little things make the difference in this one, and I lean to Gunner when it comes to little things. I think maybe even special teams. I think Gunner maybe makes the special teams play this game and wins the game. It's going to be a nail biter. Okay, so much like we were talking about with Shiner and Holly, if you are Gunner. You have got to make them earn it. You got to make them drive the field mm-hmm. because if you this is and and this is in a lot of ways how do I want to put this? This is a bit of a referendum on Region Two versus functionally Region Three. Okay, because Franklin is a Region Four team, but they are a Region Three team playing a Region Four. Is that fair? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are a Region Three yeah. team playing a Region Four. Um, 
this is a referendum on that because Gunner mowed through Region 2. They were very clearly the best team in Region 2. It was not particularly close. Mm-hmm. I don't think there was any, any anyone within shouting distance of them. But Region 2, let's be real, is a little bit more plotting. Region mm-hmm. 2 is it, the speed in 3A Division 2 lies out east. In Region 3. In Region 3, rather. Mm-hmm. The speed in Region 3 lies, or Division 2, rather, lies out east in, uh, in Region 3. And then Franklin, who is functionally a Region 3 team playing in Region 4. Who beat the best team in Region 3. Correct. To get here. That is the question. Mm-hmm. Gunner has not seen dudes like this. No. That is, that is a fact. And so can Gunner mitigate the speed advantage? I also think a lot of this is about Huck Graham. Because as good as Ethan Sloan is, as good as they are running the ball, he is he has really grown as a passer. And they got a nice plethora they got a nice bevy of wide receivers out wide that can catch passes. They are a complete team. If this is your first time seeing Gunner since they beat Paul Pewitt, this is a different ball club where every time they threw the ball against Paul Pewitt, it was like that seems like a bad idea. Don't do that. Yeah. This is a this is a team that is really good at running the ball and they throw the ball effectively. Um, and two defenses that are great. It's number one versus number two in scoring defense in the state or in in uh, in three three division two. The other thing about this game is neither of the. I mean, I, I will say this: Franklin played a close game last week and they won it. And that my that experience says to me that if it gets to lemon booty time, mm-hmm. they will have stomach for the fight. Gunner Absolutely. Gunner ain't played a close game all year. Yeah, but what's their, what, I wonder what their closest game has been this year. Look that up. Let me yeah. correct Tepper. Uh, I am not. Go, I am not going to edit this out. You can all just listen to me pulling up what their closest game was. Gunner's closest game this year was they played Whitesboro. Aged well, they won twenty eight to six. That's a three A Division one regional finalist. Yeah, that they won and they won comfortably. They yeah. won by they won by uh, you know twenty uh, two. So this is going to be, or actually that's not true. They beat Holiday by twenty one. Okay, so twenty seven. Those two. Six. Yeah, thirty five fourteen. Thirty five fourteen. I think this game's this uh, again. A lot of this comes down to can Gunner's defense make Franklin earn it and not give up those eighty yard touchdown runs? Because if Bryson Washington gets an gets a a, 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 a seam he's gone he's, he's the gone. fastest guy on the field yeah and, and franklin's got a win over lorena yep. that's when has aged now between the, the between the lorena game and the wascom game there wasn't much in between there but franklin's got the bookends of lorena and now wascom it is it is the game i am most looking forward to i think this is the toughest game to call i think this is these are two supremely well coached ball clubs i think this game's awesome i think it's, i think it has a chance to really steal the show um and so there you go that will close out Thursday. Uh, we will then go to our little football bed. Mm-hmm. Um, Get tucked in. Uh, Pickle will um, Pickle will release us for the night and say, yes. "You may go." Yes. And so we'll run off and we'll scurry to our to mm-hmm. our little holes. We'll get out of there as quick as we can because Pickle she's she's usually not that nice. No, she's usually not. And that will bring us to Friday. But that is a podcast for another time tomorrow. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for being a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider and Step. Thanks for your courage. Thank you. See you next time on Tep and Step. Mm-hmm.